Hi all, this is Agatha. And this is Raul. And this is Saiwai. So today's episode is very much inspired by The Little Mermaid. Uh, all my 90s kids will know uh, what I'm talking about. The Little Mermaid Disney movie with the proper beautiful song. I don't mean under the sea. I mean the one where the, the Little Mermaid is wondering what is the life above the water and and how do they walk in the streets and they dance and how they do things and then at some point she says here i quote what is the fire and why does it um what's the word burn and <laughs> during the recording of our um, previous episode i mentioned that as like a very good question that i don't have an answer for because it's obvious that it burns but why like what chemical or physical processes happen i have no idea and uh, that's um, how we came up with the idea of today's episode and raulek is going to tell us a bit more about this topic which i hope that by the end of this episode i'm going to know exactly why what's the word fire burns and all beautiful <laughs> i mean asking why fire burns is same as asking why wind blows Okay. No, that's a good one too. Thank you. Next episode. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing of fire is that it burns because that is what fire does. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it In also the... gives light. Huh? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Huh? Huh? So, so it's not like multiple use. To go back to the basics. And it kills bacteria and stuff because once well, you it, burn them. It kills everything, <laughs> basically. Uh, it purifies your soul yes. also. Were you to be a witch. And makes the metals stronger. Mm -hmm. Metal! So, the thing of fire is that it is a chemical reaction, same as every other process that you will see, in which things transform into other things. Mm -hmm. So, everything is a chemical reaction, but we have different types of chemical reactions. That is the beauty of chemistry, organization. <laughs> so, uh, this reaction is one of the type that we call reduction oxidation, okay? Mm -hmm. Or for the chemist lingo, redox, Ooh. okay? So in any redox reaction, what happens is that there is an exchange of electrons between substances, mm -hmm. okay? You know that substances are made of atomic particles that can be carbon, iron, sodium, whatever, okay? Any elemental substance is made of a cloud of electrons and those electrons can jump out of the material out of the substance and be absorbed by other substance okay and that is what we call an exchange of electrons so one substance will give electrons and the other substance will accept them mm -hmm. okay so the substance that gains electrons is called reductor, and the substance that gives electrons is called oxidizer. Mm -hmm. Okay, therefore, reduction oxidation mm -hmm. and reduction oxidation reactions always happen in that way. There cannot be only reduction. If there is a reduction, there has to be oxidation. Because also. It cannot just disappear. Okay? Exactly. Fun fact: rusting and digestion. Mm -hmm. Rusting meaning this 
layer of... The, the red uh, yeah, spots on metal. Exactly. And digestion, when you digest the food in your stomach. When your stomach does... Blah, 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 blah. Exactly. All those are also redox reactions, way slower than fire. So fire, rusting, and digestion are the same reaction. Mm -hmm. The same type of reaction. Okay. Now, you have two types of chemical reactions based on the thermodynamics. Exothermic and endothermic. Mm -hmm. Exothermic reactions are the ones that produce energy. Mm -hmm. And endothermic are the ones that absorb energy. Okay. Meaning that for an endothermic reaction to happen, you have to give energy mm -hmm. to the system. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, exothermic reactions are very popular and very useful because you are producing energy. Energy that later we can use for other things. Like, for example, in a nuclear plant, we produce energy in an exothermic reaction to boil water that will put turbines in motion that will produce electricity. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, exothermic will produce heat. And fire is then an exothermic reaction because it produces energy. Right. Mm -hmm. The energy that is produced in a fire is in the form of heat and light, which are two forms in which energy can happen. Mm -hmm. To sum up, fire is a redox reaction of the exothermic type. Yes. Okay. I, I'm trying to remember that. Redox, exothermic. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. Now, for a redox reaction to happen, there has to be at least two elements mm -hmm. or two substances, one that will give electrons and another that will accept them. Mm -hmm. okay. Can there be more? There can be more. Redox reactions can be really, really complex with tens of elements in motion. Well, that depends turn... what you eat, their digestion. Yeah, it's, it's as complicated as how many minerals and metals and substances you are eating in your regular food. All those, they are in the shape of salts or different combinations that later they become something else. And they can be really complicated. For example, when I know you... what they become. Hello. I'm not going to say it out loud. Wow. <laughs> this is what I'm we became. 12. <laughs> we became poop jokes. <laughs> Are we Nickelodeon? So you can eat whatever food, for example, the proteins that are in meat. They are very complex proteins, mm -hmm. but they become sugars that are also complicated molecules. So redox reactions can be really, really complex or really, really simple, but the mechanism is the same. Okay, it, it works exactly the same. Now, fire, which is a combustion, if we are going to speak mm -hmm. the lingo, it turns oxygen and fuel into carbon dioxide and water. That mm -hmm. is what happens, and, and nothing else can and happen. Water? Mm -hmm. Fire produces, produces water. water? Yes. How? It's like the opposite. Now. It's like you created the weapon that can kill you. <laughs> You became be. what you swore to destroy. Yeah. So, when we break the chemical bonds between the molecular oxygen, that reaction will release energy. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this is why fire is hot and it's bright. Mm -hmm. Because that is the energy of the chemical bonds breaking. Now, it produces water because there are little elements of hydrogen hidden in the fuel that you are burning, that they bond with the oxygen in the air, and then they produce water. H2O. Exactly. So that is I how you produce my, water. my molecules. <laughs> <laughs> you produce water, but the amount of water you produce can be very little. Of course. Not enough to... 
not enough to drink, no? Yeah, or to destroy that fire that you... Exactly, need. because the amount of heat that you're producing is way more. Plus, the water that is produced is in the form of vapor. Mm -hmm. So it's also very hot. And when we talk about fuel, what do you mean? Fuel is the substance that you are burning. Mm -hmm. It can be gasoline or wood or paper or anything, really. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I've seen that TikTok that there, there was a guy that was burning things and they like things i mean like some chemical um, substances mm -hmm. uh, and depending on the substance the um, color of the fire was different yeah so. we will we will get to that too oh okay. ooh, cool i'm smart so basically to produce fire you need four things Mm -hmm. Which is called the tetrahedron of fire. You okay, know. that's that's too much of the lingo. Okay, let's just. It's called uh, like that because you need the four elements. Back in the day, it was supposed to be called the triangle of fire. Okay. Whoa, but then but we then... we we realized that we need a fourth thing for the fire to continuously happen. Oh, so, so they were doing fire wrong for centuries. Theoretically, yes, they didn't realize, no? <laughs> so, the tetrahedron of fire, meaning that we need four things mm -hmm. for fire to be produced. We need fuel, meaning the, the substance that you are burning. You need oxygen, which is the oxidizer. That's why we close the windows in case of a fire, to not give more oxygen. Exactly. You need heat to raise the temperature, and you need a chain reaction. Those are the four things that you need. Mm -hmm. So. The substance that you are burning, the fuel, obviously, because without that you cannot burn anything. So that's obvious. You cannot make fire without wood. So basically, because you need something to, to burn. The oxygen, which is what will create these uh, bonds to be broken. Okay, So we can release the energy that is trapped inside the molecule. You need heat because you need to raise th certain temperature for those bonds to be broken. And you need a chain reaction, meaning that you need a continuous supply to keep the reaction going. Mm -hmm. Okay? For example. Yeah, I will when you, hear the example. When you lit a candle. Mm -hmm. okay, you went to the toilet and then you lit a candle. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> so when you lit a candle, you are burning... In, in any room? In any room. can be whatever. Okay? So you are burning the oils that the wick of the candle is soaked in. Mm -hmm. Okay, then you are applying heat to it, and the candle will feed on the oxygen that is in the room. But you don't exactly apply heat; you apply fire from the light. You apply, yeah, exactly. You you apply fire, but it can happen that things can spontaneously combust if the mm -hmm. ambient temperature is hot enough. Okay, we will get to that too. So the fire in the candle will consume the oils in the wick. And of course, the the wick will be will disappear, no? Because it's it's being, you know, burned. Obviously, mm -hmm. you need a vehicle to transport those oils in the shape of a wick in this case. Okay, mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be a wick in the shape of a cotton thread. There are also wicks made of wood that they last longer. So it can be anything. Okay. Also, you can burn the oils by themselves, mm -hmm. but the oils will disappear really quickly. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's why we put a wick in a candle until. I mean, it will be burning until there is no more fuel and then it turns off, okay? Because the wick disappears, then there is no more oil to burn. So then one of the elements of these four things that you need to make fire is no more. So then the fire is off. Mm -hmm. Meaning that if you want to put off a fire, 
you need to eliminate one of the four things that you need to keep the fire going. Okay? Mm -hmm. So the four things are fuel, oxygen, heat or temperature, and the chain reaction. Okay. It's enough that you eliminate one of those and the fire will disappear. So in case of a candle? In the case of a candle... You can like cover it with something so there is no if oxygen. You, if you cover it with something, the oxygen that is trapped will be consumed by the fire until there is no more oxygen and then the fire will disappear. Mm -hmm. What if you blow a candle? Like how... When you blow a candle, what you are doing is that you are reducing the temperature of the fire. Mm -hmm. So then, since there is no more heat, the fire disappears. Or you can remove the fuel, meaning that the wick... You cut it. You, you cut it, and then the fire disappears, because the rest of the wick will not keep burning, because there is nothing to burn. Mm -hmm. Or you can eliminate the chain reaction by turning off the flame by itself with your fingers. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the week will will not burn anymore because the fire is off. Okay, so it's enough that you remove one of the elements, one of the four elements, mm -hmm. for the fire to disappear. Can we use another example? Like, uh, let's talk about leaves in the forest mm -hmm. that got like um, the, the fire started because there was piece of glass and it was a sunny day and you know the classic from the textbook that as you can see you don't need fire to start a fire you can concentrate the radiation of the sun through a piece of glass and that point will be so hot mm -hmm. that it will start the fire okay okay, okay. so you don't need fire to start a fire mm -hmm. you need heat mm -hmm. okay actually there are certain substances that they can burn spontaneously because they're Okay, let's call it for now fire temperature, mm -hmm. <laughs> is ambient temperature. So mm -hmm. they need to be stored in special conditions to not spontaneously burst into flame. Okay, So the flame, what we see, that is, you know, like, the dancing <laughs> flame. <laughs> there was a dancing motion as well. <laughs> is just the visible portion of the fire. Mm -hmm. Because the fire also produces invisible radiation that is still there and you cannot see, but you can feel. But you can like see through it and then like the air is hot. So um, what you will see kind of through the fire will be somehow distorted, right? Yeah, those that is because the air that is around the fire, the particles in the air are moving so quickly that the light that goes through the air gets distorted because mm -hmm. it's all the time colliding against the particles of mm -hmm. the air that are moving really quickly because they are very hot. Okay. Okay. So the flame is just the visible portion of the fire. Flame will only appear when a certain temperature is reached. Mm -hmm. Okay. That so you, you can have something burning without flame? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh. Yeah, it, it can happen. As it happens sometimes with paper. When you burn paper... It can happen that the edges of the paper are getting burned, but there is no actual flame that happens. It's just that the paper gets like wrinkled and gray, and it can turn into ashes if the fire is too cold. Will never happen to me. Don't try at home. <laughs> okay. So, as I say, flame only happens when a certain temperature is reached. That temperature is called ignition point. Mm -hmm. Okay, which is the point in which the substance will ignite. So that's pretty obvious. Okay? 
So when the combustion happens, when the fire occurs, is because we have reached that ignition point or that, let's call fire temperature, mm -hmm. okay? So flames occur when we reach that temperature and the flames are basically the gases that leave the fuel at a very high temperature and then they are producing this uh, reaction in which we release energy. So these flames are only the portion that we see because there can be also radiation that is not in the shape of visible light or heat that we can feel, but also in infrared and ultraviolet. Okay? So flame is only a visible portion. There are more that, things happening. I don't think that Little Mermaid really knew what she was asking. Well, she was like 17th century sea creature, so there was a lot of things that she didn't know. Either. So the classic fire that we see that is yellow, orange, and red, mm -hmm. that is a combustion that is incomplete, meaning that all the fuel that is given to the fire is not used. Mm -hmm. okay? A portion of it is just uh, not extracted, which gives us ashes. Mm -hmm. So the ashes are the part of the fuel that is not burned. Mm -hmm. Okay? Meaning that is what it means that is incomplete combustion. So in any classic yellow fire, carbon dioxide, water vapor, oxygen, and nitrogen are the substances that is made of. Okay? Which is pretty regular gases like normal. Okay? That they burn and they have that color and that's it. Okay? But depends on the gases that are burning in that fire, the fire can have different color and different temperature. There are mm -hmm. fires that are hotter than others, mm -hmm. okay? So, for example, if you burn sodium chloride, that will produce a yellow flame. Mm -hmm. Yellow, but very, very bright yellow, okay? Sodium chloride is table salt, Ooh. okay? So you can try and burn it, and it will be yellow, okay? I promise. Also, if something happens, I mean, don't do this at home, but if something happens, I'm not responsible. <laughs> then you have borax and copper sulfate that will burn with a green flame. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think those are more difficult to get to burn at home. Yeah, but also you can get them in any garden supply shop. Oh, so then if any of our four listeners will end <laughs> up going to jail for... I don't know, like causing an explosion, then... As I said, I don't recommend to do it. Mm -hmm. We don't take responsibility. You can watch on YouTube professionals doing it, okay? <laughs> or on TikTok. Then you have ethanol, which is this regular uh, alcohol. Mm -hmm. Ethanol burns blue. We have all mm -hmm. seen ethanol burning, you know. Or you have methane gas, mm -hmm. which is the how your stove works. Yeah. That it also burns blue. Yes, that's so, true. So, yeah. I miss the old stove. <laughs> yeah, because now we have induction. That I like more than the gas. I mean, well, I like it because um, gas prices went so much up that we wouldn't be cooking. Eh? Mm -hmm. And this is a cool one. Potassium chloride burns purple. Mm. Oh, that is pretty cool. And also, I would like to notice, and this you can try at home with a regular match, that fire does not cast a shadow. Mm. Okay. So, you can try. And because then, it causes light. Of course, because it is a source of light. Mm -hmm. So, that's it. Because it doesn't have anything to cast a shadow off. Mm -hmm. So, because it's pure energy. Well, so Maybe the match that you're holding. Yeah, but even if you are holding a match and then you put a light behind it mm -hmm. and try to project it on the wall, the shadow that you will see will be your hand 
holding the match, then the stick of the match, mm -hmm. and that's it. There is no shadow of the flame or anything, mm -hmm. because it's just a source of energy. Okay. So it doesn't cast any shadow. If the flame is hot enough, and this is pretty cool, the gases can be ionized, turning into a matter that is called plasma. Ooh. Okay? So, what is ionized? Do you mean like um, the plasma of the ghost or something? What? I don't know, like plasma reminds me of Ghostbusters or something. The ectoplasm. <laughs> <laughs> Which was like a goo, like a... Yeah. <laughs> okay, whatever. So... <laughs> So, what means that gases are ionized is that they just release ions. So, we have a gas mm -hmm. that instead of being a stable substance, it is electronically charged. Okay? You mean unstable? It is unstable, yeah. It is pretty unstable. But it also, it also holds electricity because it is electrically charged. And that, when it's also very hot, that is a state of matter that is called plasma. Therefore, we have four states of matter, solid, liquid, gas, and plasma. Okay? I stopped on the industry. My textbook in school said nothing about plasma. Yeah, but it also said that Pluto was a planet. So. Yes, it did. It did. And yet, which planet has elliptic orbit? None. And there you have it. So anyway, back what? to the topic. <laughs> so, plasma is a state of matter, that is one of the elemental states of matter, in which a gas that is electrically charged, is in a very high temperature. Mm -hmm. And that can happen to fire. Ha I mean, fire can do that if like it's really, lava? really hot. Okay? Like lava? Yeah. I'm trying to imagine plasma, you know? You're you can imagine me. You can imagine plasma in the shape of a lightning. Lightning is a mm -hmm. type of plasma. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, when there is an electric storm and these uh, clouds will produce a lightning, those are plasma. Okay, okay, so you're saying that, and that I is, cannot touch plasma. No, you cannot touch plasma, of course, because it's like 30,000 volts in one fraction of a second. I don't know. I like cut you in half. I liked in my head that plasma was like this gooey substance that you would like, touch it with your finger, like <laughs> no, jelly. No, no. And lightning is uh, one of the occurrences of plasma in the natural world. Mm -hmm. But usually plasma happens in the core of stars. Like the sun. Okay. That's why plasma is one of the states of matter, but it's not common to see it on the surface of the Earth because you need really, really high temperatures, as high so as a lightning. So you need to put it in the textbook. So, you see, that is why. Because it's a complex matter that, you know, for the everyday stuff in primary school, you don't really need to know. So that's it, okay? But fire can produce plasma, okay? Now... This is interesting. Fire is also affected by gravity. Mm. Okay? So a flame on the Earth will not behave the same as a flame in a space. Ooh. Okay, so here on the Earth, when a flame burns, okay, mm -hmm. when, when there is fire, the flame has this kind of teardrop mm -hmm. shape, okay? Mm -hmm. That is like thicker at the bottom, thin at the top. Mm -hmm. okay? yeah. and this happens because the heat is heating up the air around the flame, and that causes a process of convection in which the hot air goes up mm -hmm. and the cold air goes down. Mm -hmm. Okay, So as the hot air rises, it drags the fire with it, mm -hmm. causing it to be like a stretched. Bit okay? mm -hmm. But in the space, 
where there is no gravity, the air is not affected by it. And this is pretty cool. The fire that burns in the space, for example, in the space station, mm -hmm. it's round. It's round. Huh. It's it's like a sphere, like a little ball. That's cool. And I have a photo of it right here. Oh wow! This is normal fire, mm -hmm. and this is the fire in the space station. Okay, I prefer our fire. Just An so. another good reason not to go to space. And also, it's, you see, it looks pretty boring. You see that fire here down on on Earth is yellow at the top, or then it turns white, mm -hmm. then it turns like orange, and then it's blue, mm -hmm. okay? While in the space station, it's only blue, okay? Mm -hmm. Why is that? This is because the fire that is around, oh sorry, the air that is around the fire is not heat, I mean, it is heated up, but it doesn't have anywhere to go, so this process of convection is not happening, mm -hmm. so all the air is, it's the same temperature. is at the same temperature around it, so the flame stays as it is in the, mm -hmm. in the, in the in, bottom. Exactly, as it is in the wick of the candle that you are burning. Mm -hmm. So it no, is not dragged. Since it is not dragged, this chain reaction of the oxygen is not happening as fast, so less energy is released. So also, in the less space light. station, there is less light in a fire, mm -hmm. and also the fire is colder. Mm. Okay. And what is like the coldest fire that we can have? Like something that you can burn that has low combustion temperature or something. So that is quite interesting thing to check because it's only a theoretical answer what we can get this far. Oh. Well, apparently the coldest possible fire color is black, mm -hmm. which is the case in which no light is emitted. Right? Yeah. Because Less, since uh, since fire produces light, mm -hmm. if it's really cold, then no light will be produced. Mm -hmm. This fuel would be burning, but the temperature would be so little that we don't produce any light, and the temperature will also be really, really cool. Mm -hmm. Okay? But since fire is an exothermic reaction, and exothermic reactions are usually very, very violent, this far we don't know how to produce it. Maybe it's being produced, but it's so light that no one even notices it. Yeah, but also, which substance do you burn? So it's burning, but no light is produced, you know? Mm. In, even in the case of burning paper without flame, which can happen, you are burning the paper, but when you touch it, it's hot. Mm -hmm. So in this case, you could touch it and it would be cool. Mm -hmm. So Maybe yeah. it's something that happens in space. Maybe, but again... Exothermic reactions are really violent, so this would be a very controlled exothermic reaction. Yeah, which, I mean, as I said, this far, space, so, you know. this far we don't know how to how to make it, but the coolest fire possible would be black, mm -hmm. and it would cast no light. So, like this far, we can say like that the coolest fire is the basic fire that we put in space. Probably, okay. yeah. But also depends on the substance that you are burning. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And so this has been all this week. Let's try not to burn anything. Mm -hmm. Don't or burn yourself. Anyone. Don't run with scissors either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, uh, Google again how to behave in case of fire because, you know, there are things that can happen. Mm -hmm. Don't put water on burning oil. Oh, yeah. Just that is, cover that's it true. with uh, or a add, lid. Or add cold oil. Because in that way you are 
limiting yeah. the heat. Because you are putting down the temperature of the fire, mm-hmm. so it, at some point it will turn off. So, you know, just, just no water, mm-hmm. because hashtag chemistry. Exactly. <laughs> so, I hope that you learned something. And that you had fun, which is the most important. I hope that if Little Mermaid was listening now, she would be like, fuck that, I want to stay underwater. Although, as it has been proven by Spongebob, in the cartoon mm-hmm. world, it's possible to start a fire underwater. So. Yes, that was also proven by Asterix. Oh. In one of the movies of Asterix, they say, oh, this is a cartoon, there are no limits. <laughs> And if you want to learn something more, you can check our Instagram. For some small whys. How is our Instagram? It's sci.y.podcast. Yes. And you can find all the stuff that we are sharing. Mm-hmm. Because sharing is caring. So Every share week. it with a friend if mm-hmm. you want to. Drop a like if you like. Drop a comment. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, so jinkipa. Jinkipa.